Welcome to the To Read List. I'm Bailey, and this is a podcast where I attempt to get through the 150 unread books on my shelf. With me, as always, is my friend Toby. Hey. My brother Andrew. Hello. And my husband Dylan is the sound recordist. Oh, we were all going to do like barks and stuff. Nope. No, we told you that so you would do it after we didn't. Nobody agreed uh, on that. I was a horse saying what I like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey really liked that one. <laughs> I like that one. I just want every the listeners to know that our two cats, Wallace and Jax, are right next to us for this recording, which is important because the topic of the day is favorite animals in literature. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they know that we're talking about animals and they're ready. They're ready to interject. So we all came up with a top three. Yes. yes. But I will say, I think we had a little bit of a conversation where we were like, you know what? We're not going to say Hedwig. We're not going to say like your basic bee animals because there are some pretty obvious examples. So uh, we'll just throw those in the trash. Who's mm-hmm. Hedwig? Dylan? <laughs> you know, there's a Broadway play about her. I mean, I took it farther. I, I took Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. out of the equation. Yeah. Golden Compass. It's Golden Compass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's start. Let's start with Andrew. Andrew, what was your number three? My number three is a combo deal, but only because they only exist you, in combo. A combo deal. Why don't deal. you listen to the I'm answer cheating. before you jump to a judgment, Toby? Don't jump to conclusions, Toby. <laughs> like a jumping mouse. If you'd read the book, you'd know why it's impossible to separate these two. Mm. So, my first answer is Big Dan and Little Anne from Where the Red Fern Grows by Wilson Rawls. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> I have not read this book, but I know it's supposed to be sad. Do do they end up okay? Based off of Bailey's reaction? <laughs> well, I don't want to spoil anything. Bailey, do they end up okay? I don't want to talk about it. Um, but it was one of my favorite books when I was younger. Now, in retrospect, look at it troublingly as most of it is about killing raccoons. But I did love those two dogs, Big Dan and Little Ann, who are the protagonists. Uh, dogs that he raises from puppies to help him be a prize coon hunter and um, grows up with them. And it's sort of a coming of age story around uh, those two dogs. And they're just so wonderful. Nice. Yes, I agree. I have not read this book. <sighs> Seems sad. No. I mean, it's very... Uh, no. What makes I'm you say real that? <laughs> Fox and the Hound vibes from this answer. You know all those books that you read as a young kid uh, about dogs as the center, and they're always happy. Yeah, yeah like Old Yeller and like Sounder, Fox and the Sounder, yeah, uh, Big Red. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh man, I totally read a young adult book called "The Dog That Doesn't Die," and then at the end, <laughs> John, somewhere John Green is like throwing his. <laughs> all right, Toby, what's your dog's purpose? <laughs> to die. Uh, the art of racing in the rain. Um, so, my uh, number three is Charlotte the Spider from Charlotte's Web. Basic. Some pick. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, I was I was like, oh, this is such a broad question. I don't know how to narrow it down. I didn't necessarily want to go the apocalypse route because I don't want to be pigeonholed. So, these are three animals I'd like to have a beer with. Okay, several questions. Number yes. one... I'm very surprised it's not a Redwall character. Number two, how are My you going to isn't done? How are you going to have a beer with a spider? Well, how's she going to write things in her web? It's a it's a fantastical world. Um, <laughs> just for any for anyone okay. born underneath the planet Earth, Charlotte uh, from Charlotte's Web is a sentient spider that learns how to write things in her web and kind of like convinces this farmer not to kill his pig. Yeah. It's a crazy storyline when you say it as an adult. <laughs> I haven't read it since I was a child, but um, I, I remember the impression of her being like very wise and like a little bit like intimidating, but also kind of like motherly in a strange way. And she just seems like a real cool person. It'd be really cool to sit at the bar and like I have a beer, or she has eight, she has seven glasses of beer. She's and driving. Then- 
<laughs> she's driving later. She's driving her web home. Uh, but then she could, like, I could ask her a question and then, like, sit there for a while and let, let her write her answer. Cool. So in this world, she can drink beer, but she can't talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know that in the world of Charlotte's Web, she can talk, right? Yeah. Not to humans. Yeah. She, but she, she talks not to, to humans. That's she true. To she talks to the pig. Okay. Yeah. I'm, not, a, I'm not a pig in this universe. Thing I'm, a, I'm a normal human man. Much larger than her. <laughs> I remember that book pretty well like i'm thinking fern the little girl wilbur the pig templeton the rat templeton rules templeton is great he loves food that's right yeah he's, he's like the comic relief isn't he yeah can i say something that worries me yes the the framing device of toby that they you can sit around and have a beer with means that i think the next two are probably going to be redwall because they live in an abbey and don't they drink beer in redwall sometimes <laughs> He's like, no comment. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. I just feel like it's set up to guarantee the answer we're expecting. Sometimes they, you know, drink elderflower cordial. All right. Well, on that note, um, my number three is a pig. It's Babe the Gallant Pig from the book Babe the Gallant Pig by Dick King Smith. Hmm. Did, did you not know it was a book? I had no idea it was a book, yeah. I, I knew it was a book. I did know it was a book. Yeah. I like that we're picking a lot of kids' books. Babe wants to be a sheepdog, so he learns how to uh, herd all the sheep. And the farmer in charge says, that'll do, pig. And he's really cute, and I recommend it for everyone. Yeah, but how is he when he's drunk? I have no interest in getting beers (laughs) with pigs. Well, wait, what's Charlotte's opinion on Babe? Because that's who I trust. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd have to have, we'd have to all get together at the bar, and Charlie could take a look and tell tell us if he's some pig. All right, Andrew, what's your number two? So number two for me is Hobbs from Calvin and Hobbs by Bill Watterson. Okay, that's on my list. So take that back and pick another one. I don't know why I didn't put it on my list. So why do you get it? I was just kidding. (laughs) But I have, don't worry, I have a lot of honorable mentions. He is Calvin's best friend who's a stuffed tiger who uh, turns into a tiger when no one else is around, though that exact mechanics of that are never explained mm-hmm. and bill watterson himself is pretty cagey upon how it actually works his like definitive position is well he's a tiger to calvin what else do you want to know <laughs> yeah 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 that's all i need to know he's very caring he's very funny he's like a pet cat and a best friend that can actually communicate with you wrapped into one with like all the complicating factors of of being a best friend not just like always like yes manning you he like challenges mm-hmm. you and makes calvin grow and all that um so yeah he was like one of my favorite things as a child and even now i can still read back calvin Hobbs and enjoy it. Yeah. It's one of those rare sort of newspaper comic books that actually stands the test of time. Like, I remember loving Garfield as a kid, but I look back at the comics now and it's like, Ooh, why did I think this was so great? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on both those points. Still love Calvin and Hobbs, and oh boy, did I love Garfield books when I was a kid. They were hilarious. I them so much. Mondays, am I right? <laughs> yeah, so relatable for children, <laughs> the hatred of Mondays. <laughs> All right, uh, Hobbs is a great choice, Andrew. Yeah, I, I love Hobbs. I wish I had put Hobbs on my list, but I didn't. <sighs> I did put it, but you said it first. Um, you, can, you can join in and just say That's it. fine. Toby, what's your number two? All right, mine's a little specific. Please, any listeners who read this book, let me know. Um, my, my second would be Kazul the Dragon from Dealing with Dragons by Patricia C. Reed. I do not know this book. Oh, it, yes, I remember this. Yeah, oh. really? I definitely read that book. I don't. I can't place a lot of details on it now, but I definitely read it. So the book, if this might jog anybody's memory, Andrew, it, there's a princess, uh, Cimmerine, um, and she's like a standard princess growing up, but her parents won't let her do any of the interesting stuff. She wants to like learn how to cook and do science and magic and stuff, but her parents won't let her do it, and they kind of like try and marry her off to a boring prince. Instead, she runs away to the dragon caves near the kingdom and kind of volunteers to be the prisoner of one of these dragons. 
a female dragon named Kazul, um, and she really enjoys it there. Kazul is really cool and interesting, and there's like a whole secret dragon society that she starts learning about, but then she gets in trouble because all these princes keep trying to come rescue her, even though she doesn't want to be rescued. Nah. So she has to kind of conspire with Kazul to uh, run them off. The whole series is great. I read them all when I was a kid. Kazul is a really cool character. She's very laid back. Um, they're very powerful and interesting. She'd be really fun to have a beer with. She knows all about these like dragon societies. Maybe she'd like let slip some cool details. I don't know. Maybe breathe some fire. Uh, and she'd be able to pay for drinks because she's super rich. She has a dragon horde. Oh, nice. Probably squish Charlotte. No, she's she's a nice dragon. Oh, she's a, but yeah, no, she, but like un, not on purpose. Like she'd just be walking. So you're saying she's clumsy? You think you know this this rumor that dragons are clumsy? It's a harmful rumor. We don't <laughs> need to entertain it. It's 2020. Sorry, right? you're right. You're right. You're right. That's a great one. All right, I my number two is Banicula. Do you guys remember Banicula? Yeah, I remember Banicula. Yeah, talk about way callback books. Banicula by Deborah Howe. We are going definitely back to childhood with this. We had to. I I went through on Goodreads my childhood favorite list, and I was like, oh yeah, Banicula. You have a separate list for your childhood. Of course I do. Um, and uh, the the plot of the book Banicula is there's this dog and he's very nice, but then the family it's, nar- it's narrated by the dog, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. And the family his family gets a new pet. who's a rabbit, mm-hmm. but he's sure that the rabbit Banicula is actually a vampire because he seems to be draining all the like. I guess blood out of vegetables. That doesn't make the sense. Juice, yeah. The juice. He, like, the, he turns the vegetables white. Yes. Yeah. And and the dog is like, today vegetables, tomorrow the world. <laughs> so they have to protect from Benicula. And I just love the idea of like the really campy Dracula. Like I want to suck your blood as this little rabbit. Yeah, it's a it's a great idea. But I remember it being a frustrating series because I don't think they. Like, there is concrete evidence that the dog is right. Like, there yeah. are these it vegetables that have been drained. Yeah. The family's just like one of those, like, sitcom families that's like, ha ha, and they never solve anything where you're like, what's going on? This is bizarre. And there's like five, six books. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't want the dog or the cat. There's I like, cat I like well. the evil one. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Andrew, it's that time. What's your number one animal? Number one animal is the fox from The Little Prince. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> is this also yours it's fine i have i have other ones <laughs> is the fox and the little prince by antoine de saint-exupery <laughs> um i really loved this book bailey got me a copy for my 16th birthday and told me to remember the fox's secret in the note she wrote to me which is mm-hmm. um oh. everything that is essential is invisible to the eyes which is a quote i have loved ever since and so i would want to hang out with this fox very much Aww. Aww. That's nice of me and also a bit pretentious, but it's fine. No, it's, it's a very adorable thing to yeah. give your little brother. That was my yearbook quote. Hmm. Well, that's a really good pick, Andrew. It's not like I had Thank that on you. my list and now I have to pick another one. It's fine. Well, you shouldn't have made me go first. Then you would have had <laughs> lots of options. All right. So we're up uh, at the top. Number one animal to have a beer with. We're at the Nobody top of the said anything feed. about we're having a beer. We're at the top of the BuzzFeed list. And who wants? Who can party more than a person with a poison barb attached to the end of Is their tail? Oh, no. It's Clooney no, the Scourge. I mean, come on, it's guys. It's not Jack the Warrior. <laughs> Mart. Oh my, Martin the Warrior. Jack the Warrior. It's not. It's not Reggie the Warrior. No, Clooney the Scourge. Uh, Infamous villain from the Red Wall series. We've already detailed him earlier on my Armageddon posse. And yeah, I think he'd be amazing. He'd have crazy war stories to tell. He's just one of those personalities as a wild card. You never know what he's going to do next. I imagine him like 
uh, being able to toss me a beer with his crazy tail. Uh, he's got a big uh, animal skull holding his uh, cloak on. I'm so surprised that this is what you picked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I could I can still shock you guys. <laughs> so shocking. Come out of left field. Can't believe it wasn't Alex the Warrior. <laughs> All right, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? The tiny prince and the the, the the badger who gives advice? All right. Well, my number one, you know, I had a lot of honorable mentions. I've written down Hobbs, Fox from the Petite Prince, <laughs> Rum Tum Tugger, Paddington, Jolly the Goat. but All of whom come up in other podcasts exactly. or were named by me first. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why I didn't name them. So my number one is The Crab from The Hike by Drew Marguerite. Oh, interesting pull. So I'm a crab. So this is a a fantastical novel. I'm not sure how I would categorize it, but it's one of those like guy goes on a walk and suddenly is in this trapped in this like fantastical world and he Mm -hmm. has to go on this big long journey to escape. At one point he runs into this crab (laughs) who's like, and I listened to the audiobook and the author described that he wanted him to sound like Jonathan Banks, the guy from um, Breaking Bad. Um, he'd be like, hey, I'm a crab. <laughs> and the crab is just like so crabby and, <laughs> and pessimistic and, and the voice is so funny. And then there's like a lot that happens with the crab that I won't spoil, but it's a really great character. And that's my number one. Yes. To anyone out there who hasn't read The Hike by Drew Marguerite, 100% recommend. Five stars. Yeah. Uh, it, blast of a read. Yeah. If this intrigues you in any way, read it. Also, I definitely would want to get a beer with that crab. Yep. Yeah, I'd have a beer with that crab. That crab's seen some stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Andrew, have you read The Crab? I have not read The... I've not read The Crab. <laughs> um, I'm a you, crab. You should. I'm a crab. I'm a crab. Yeah, it's more like I'm a crab. All right, excellent. Well, now my two cats are fighting, like play fighting. It's very cute. But that means it's time for us to be done with this podcast. So those were our top three animals from literature. If you have favorite animals, either from your childhood favorites or your current read, let us know. So next week on the podcast, we have a regular episode. I'm reading Simon versus the Homo Sapien Agenda by Becky Albertalli. And Andrew is reading Robinson Crusoe by Daniel Defoe. Thanks for listening to the To Read List. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email the To Read List podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Goodreads at goodreads.com slash the To Read List podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram at the To Read List Podcast and on Twitter at To Read List Pod. Thanks to Toby and Andrew for co-hosting the podcast with me, to Dylan for sound recording, to Miss Jillian Beth Durkee for composing our intro song, and to Patrick McGran for remixing it. See you next week. Happy reading. Books, books, books. 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 I'm a crab. <laughs> <laughs>